Welcome to the Grow Down Podcast. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road which leads to new life. I'm your host, Tim Herset, and I want to thank you for tuning in. So, man, Hebrews 11, this hall of faith, there's so much that goes on with each story, with each of these people. Yeah. But I think they all have one thing in common. Okay. And that is that their faith was evident by the way that they lived. Yes. So each of those people, there's, it doesn't just list their names. It lists what they did. Yeah. Because they preached a better sermon with their life than with their lips. Yeah. Although for some of them it was with both because prophets are mainly talking. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Um, I think... So often in America in 2022. Yeah, that is what year it is. Yeah. That's the year we're in. Faith can just become like a, something you say, oh yeah, I, I have faith. Yeah. Or it'll be a t-shirt that people wear or a bumper sticker. Right, yeah. But really, it must have action. And, and as yeah. English, English-speaking Americans, we miss a lot of what the Bible actually talks about when when it uses the word that we read faith or believe, yeah, the Greek word pistoeo, uh-huh. and, and the people who were originally getting it, they would have known, oh, what we're getting at is you, you're staking your life on it. Correct. It's not just an add-on to, like, yes. oh, my name's Tim, I like to mountain bike, I, and I, I like eating sandwiches, yeah. And I have faith. No, it's like it defines everything. You actually stake your life on it. Yeah. I love that. couple things. One, that's a great dating profile. I get why Emily found you. <laughs> Mountain biking and sandwiches. Boy, that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Younglifeworkersonly.com. And two, faith is, faith in Christianity, I like to tell people it's not just a belief. And people kind of look at you funny when you say that. But it, it's a lifestyle. It is. That's how, that's how you need to live your life. I'm a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. All right, I like to tell people, you know, yes, I'm American. I'm a Steelers fan. I believe the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl every year. Does that happen? Well, we don't need to get into it. But that's, that's a belief. That's what I believe. I don't live my life like that every day. As a Christian, I do. That, that is my life. My life is showing my faith. It's witnessing to others. It's serving my Lord. That's a lifestyle. And these, these men that we talked about in the Hall of Faith in Hebrews 11, they lived it. That, that was their lives. That's their, that's their legacy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just those people in Hebrews 11. Um, that was written to people in a certain time frame who were also wrestling with what Jesus said about having faith and following mm. him. And actually, Jesus had a brother whose name was James. Yep. Half-brother. Half-brother, pardon yeah. me, step-brother, half-brother, whatever it is. And, and James actually wrote a letter to people who were trying to follow the way of Jesus, and they were struggling with some things. Mm-hmm. And in it, uh, in James, it's what we have as chapter 2, he poses the question, 
What good is it if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Correct. Or action. Mm-hmm. And he says, can such faith save them? And he, he kind of creates the hypothetical situation that happens if you were to ask someone that question. Like, well, you say faith that is what you have, but I've got deeds, mm-hmm. right? And how, as humans, we tend to try to make things black and white, either or, where really, so often it's gray, it's a both and. Um, we, don't, we can't disconnect the one from the other, but we often try to do that. Because some people will say, man, I'm just going to pull myself up by my bootstraps and I am going to work hard and I'm going to do stuff. Yeah. And they miss out on the faith part of things. Correct. Other people will say, man, I've got faith. That's all I need. Yeah. And then they don't do anything. Yeah. And um, so, so James, he, he's really, he's showing that you got to have both. Yes. Faith without works is dead. James yeah. chapter 2. Yeah. yeah. Were you going to say something? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've said so, it all. So faith without works is dead. So what does that mean? If What does that mean in your own experience? How have you experienced that? Sure, sure. How have you maybe seen it? Well, I know, um, you know, that I can, I can say I've said many times to people, I will pray about this. I trust in God, and then that very next day, or within the hour, I find myself with uh, worry, doubt, or making my own plan. That I've said this thing, you know, that, yeah, I, I trust in God, I'm going to do this, but I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not believing, or I'm not going ahead and praying about it. I am... Just saying it. It's just empty words. It's a gonging symbol. There's nothing to it. Um, so you know, and when when I was when I talked about earlier being uh, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, walking walking on my own, no faith. I would still go to church, and I was very two faced, and was still involved in uh, youth group and other church activities. And, you know, I would, I would say that I had faith and I would tell people, sure, but I just lived a completely different way. It was, it was a Sunday faith and a uh, Monday through Friday for my own. And so, you know, with, I, I could say that all I want, but I wasn't doing any of the works. I wasn't showing that I had faith. I wasn't um, helping anyone else to understand faith and see it through me, through my life. So yeah, that was that was dead faith. It wasn't it wasn't real. Hmm. You can know about something. You can know about something all you want, but until you believe in it, until you actually live that way, what difference is that going to make? Yeah, and live in a way like your life actually depends on it. Exactly. It does. It does. Yeah. There are there are two very real places at the end of this life. Mhm. So we're going to continue having a conversation um, about these other words found in the Bible, hope and love. Mm. And faith, hope, and love are often, it's not just on cute, you know, banners that people hang up at church. My mom's kitchen, it's It's, everywhere. Yeah, Yeah. it's not just on, you know, people get tattoos of faith, hope, and love. It's not just nice words, but there actually is 
There's a way that they're woven together and they work with one another. Yes. Uh, so to get us ready for our next conversations okay. about hope and love, we've, we've had a great chat about faith. We haven't covered everything. We're, yeah. <laughs> Do we you could, want to? I don't think we have the time. Genesis 1-1. <laughs> one, one. <laughs> these, these conversations are just really scratching the surface. Yep. But we talked about faith first, and then we're going to talk about hope and love. So, Bryce, real quickly, a matter of, you know, is it the chicken or the egg? Which comes first? Yes. Faith, hope, or love? How would you answer that? I have, I looked at this question ahead of time. This is one I was prepared on. I would say faith. Before hope and before love? Yep. Okay. In my mind, because uh, in today's culture and society, we have a very shallow earthly definition of hope and love. Hmm. Our definition of love is acceptance. And that is not what love is. It's a feeling and it's uh, just love everybody, man. That's not love. Love is an action and we could go into 1 Corinthians 13 some completely other time. We'll get there. Yes. Yep. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Hope is, uh, you know, another thing that we can have hope in all sorts of things, but there's only one true thing that's going to give us eternal hope and eternal satisfaction. And that is why I believe faith comes first. Because when you have faith in that, in our perfect savior that is when we experience true hope and true love we're not gonna we're not gonna know the absolute truth of well absolute truth period but also the absolute truth of hope and love until we can completely experience and understand who the holy spirit is who the who the perfect triune god is and to wrap it up it goes back to how we defined faith right yeah that it's a gift that's received. Yes. So when you when you receive the gift, it opens up the possibility for hope and love. Yeah. Is how I would answer it. When you receive the gift of faith, then you can hope and you can love. Yeah. Which is where we're going to go uh, next. So thanks for joining, Bryce. Any thanks last any last me. words? Well, <laughs> that's a dangerous game. Well, great. Timothy. No All last right, words so for you. I would we'll like see you to later say goodbye to everybody. Thank you. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening. Or if you stayed at home and listened. I actually do too. have, uh, I would like to change my first answer at the beginning about something interesting about myself. I thought of a really good one. Uh, something I put on all my job resume. I own three pairs of jorts, and I like to wear them in the summer all the time. I call them my Air Jortons. They're very classy. Um, yeah, I also have a daughter. So, To prove it, I think we should make your current jeans into jorts after we end this recording. Okay. Oh, well, I'm glad this isn't video. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Grow Down Podcast. Tune in next week for our next episode in this conversation about faith with Bryce Timmerman. It's more than emotion in a moment. And I understand that they don't get it. I can't explain, but I can trust in you. I can trust in you. I trust you. It's more than emotion in a moment. Understand that they don't get it. I can't explain, but I can trust in you. I can trust in you. I trust you. I can trust in you. I 
trust you.